You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it and I run him back to the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. It is a beautiful, a beautiful, beautiful morning, and we're glad that you have chosen to make us a part of your Wednesday. This is the Hump Day edition of the Martin Houston Show want to remind you that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in your world today. Don't let someone else dictate to you what today should be. All right, good morning, James. How you doing, sir? Good morning, Martin. Good to be back with you, man, and uh it, it's it is beautiful. It's freezing, but it's beautiful. You know, I come from Miami, where it's like you know sixty seven <laughs> degrees and beautiful at the beach, and now I'm back to thirty degrees and cloudy, and you know how it is. Yeah, it is a little nippy out there, but uh, but hey, listen, could be worse. So let's make the most of it. Absolutely. All right, hey man. Yesterday we talked about a lot of things. From uh, I just said some buzzwords we could use yesterday to to kind of describe. Uh, what we watched, the greatest was a term, uh, whether you were talking about the team, the coach, the offense, the, the half by Devontae, the half by the offense, was he the greatest wide receiver? Did we just watch the greatest team? I mean, there, there's so many greats on this. Did we just watch the greatest running back in Alabama history, even though he left without the Heisman? Would this have been a Heisman if, if this was in the seasons that – uh, Derek Henry and Mark Ingram won the Heisman. Would this Najee performance have beaten those two Heismans if he had been on a different team? Uh, was this the best running back season ever? Uh, redemption. We didn't talk much about this yesterday either. Redemption uh, for the defense, for Pete Golding, um, um, for, for, for Nick Saban and, and his defense and his defensive staff. Was this was this one of the more dominant performances? If you really take away several things that happened, so there, there was a there was a lot of things that went on. Uh, on the flip side of that, of course, you know, um, Devontae's injury. You know, how 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 did it make you feel? Did you hate the way it seemed ended? 
kudos to Sark. I briefly mentioned that as we were ending the show. Um, we didn't even get to our good, bad, and ugly that we normally have from uh, following the game because it was so much more to talk about. Uh, and then even Bill O'Brien and, and whether or not he's the new OC, is that a good fit? Does that get you excited as a Bama fan, concerned, et cetera? especially with the changes in offense. So got a lot to get to, uh, but we're going to do, um, uh, we're going to do a little deal, no deal. And we'll carry it over into the second quarter. If we need to the calls, you're still welcome to call, uh, and get in on the program on the taco Casa hotline at two Oh five, three, four, two nine, nine, zero four. So go ahead and give us a call there. If you want to get in on a conversation or post your thoughts, your comments, your thoughts, uh, topics, et cetera, on chat, and we'll work that into the conversation as well. So, oh, oh yeah, wow. Big game last night, James. Your Alabama Crimson Tide moves to 5-0. and oh. Man, they're ending streaks like crazy. First win in Kentucky since 2006. Uh, with not just a win. 85-65, dominant win by the Tide, 20-point uh, win without, Quinterly for the entire game, Herb for half the game, and uh, Bruner down the stretch. And they just kept rolling and kept going. So congratulations to Nate Oates and his team. I think they sit atop the SEC as the number one team in the SEC, first place. I've been a good 24 to 48 hours for the Crimson Tide. What do you think, James? Yeah, absolutely. I, I look. I think this team is is special. I think there's a lot of depth, um, and that's that's the coolest part is with those guys out that you just mentioned to still win at Kentucky by 20 points. I mean, I know Kentucky has not been as good as normal this season, uh, and they haven't been. They started, I think, one and seven before their last three games. They won in a row in the SEC. Uh, but man, credit to Nate Oates and, and this team for just continually uh, playing good defense. That's the one thing he wanted to do this season in the beginning of the year when we talked to him. And uh, he's man, there's something special going on in Tuscaloosa, and it's not just us that see it. it it's it's a national audience that's starting to pay attention to this team, and I think that's super exciting. Hey, before we start deal no deal, I had a quick question for you, and then. Uh, and um, and then we'll get to Pat, and then we'll we'll start dealing no deal. But if, if this team is not one of the twenty five best teams uh, in the country, how good is basketball in the country this year? Then, I mean that's that's an excellent question because they were the they were the top uh, the out of the top twenty five. So they made the top twenty five for the AP poll. Um, mm -hmm. which is the first time they've made that poll in a long time. I think it was like 2011, I think, was the last time they made that poll, uh, and they were number 24. Now, the coaches' poll, they did not make, but they had 100, I think it was 171 votes um, that, that, would, that put them right around 26. So they were really just kind of on the outside looking in at that point. Um, but again, if you can beat teams like uh, – think about this for a second, Martin – we looked at this schedule in December, and you look at these four teams that they've beaten in January, Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Auburn. You know, you thought going maybe 2-2 two and two in that schedule would have been a success, but they've gone 4-0. Right. and oh. and, and these right. are teams that 
I mean, Tennessee is is a top ten team. Florida is is consistently good. Kentucky is is struggled, but they're still good. Auburn well, you have lost to understand, a lot. Kentucky has struggled, but they were three and they were they were on a three game win streak when we went up there. It, I mean, you know, you, everybody going into that game, everybody was thinking Kentucky. Uh, it, it would be a good game. They beat Kentucky by twenty, a three and a three, a Kentucky team that was on a three game win streak. It seemed like they had found their sea legs. Alabama went in without three of their best players for at least some portion of the game. I mean, it's so. it's it's astounding. It really is. I mean, you again to go if you were to even go two and two, looking back on it, and go two and two in this schedule, you'd be you'd be happy with that. Uh, and and these Auburn teams. team that they beat, James, was was the Auburn team without uh I mean with what was his name? Cooper. Um Auburn's best player, uh, the young freshman uh that that, that had not practiced, I mean had not even been ruled eligible uh till like right before Alabama played them. So they played that Auburn team with the peace part that they had not practiced against and practiced for and was still able down the stretch to make the plays they needed to play make against that that Auburn team. It's it's it, I think it just again goes to show you what Nate Oates has done with this team. I mean to, to I I think that Nate Oates has only been here a couple of years now and he's taken this team from you know a, a a decently played team. They weren't the best team in the SEC by far. They'd win some games here and there, but now they're at this level. They're getting to this level where they're in first place by themselves in the SEC. Nobody's near them. They're by themselves in first place right now, and, and they have all the momentum to do uh, to do amazing. And and I'll tell you what it boils down to for me, Martin. They played a very difficult non-conference schedule, and that got them prepared for a difficult SEC schedule, and you can see it now uh, between who they were during that non-conference run and now they have grown immensely since that. Yep, they're they're finding chemistry, um, and like you said, they've been tested, battle-tested, and when you go back and look at those three losses, they don't look quite as bad as we felt they were at the time with what those teams are able to do. Uh, with the three losses they had. Um, but uh, the the big question, of course, coming out of last night is when will Quinley be back? How serious was Herb's injury? And, and because he, to me, Herb is to the basketball team what, um, what's his name? Uh, Lennon Dickerson was to this football team. Um, he's the effort guy. He's the hustle guy. He's the two way guy. He's the, He's that that spark guy. He he's gonna make the play. But I will say, last night when he went out, uh, Rojas and others stepped up and made some of those hustle plays. And the depth on this team, where where Alabama to me has has disappointed the last few years, even last year under Nate Oates, is they fade down the stretch because they had played so many minutes. Uh, and in, in in individual games and season, they will burn out down the stretch, and you don't see that with this team. That's why those three guys I just mentioned have we have to have them back to keep up that momentum. Hey, let's let's go ahead and go to Pat. Pat, you went to Martin Houston show. What's on your mind, man? All right, I'll be honest, Martin. That back oh 
during those three losses that uh, I was getting extremely bent out of shape you, with NATO. You know, you I bailed was, out. Pat, you jumped it. off the boat. You threw your lifeboat off and jumped in it. Don't I remember that. I remember that. Hey, I think hey, I, like I said, hey, I, I just said I would admit it. And, uh, <laughs> that, uh, hey, all I, can, all I know is it was last night uh, watching uh, the second half because uh, I was doing something else. I can't even remember what. That could have been any more important than watching that ball game. But, uh, oh, I know what it was. Hey, I was studying what we got to do it's been 24 hours and let's talk about that now it's been 24 hours it's time to rebuild this team martin deal or no deal it is extremely important for ben davis's future for him to come back for another year deal or no deal well i will say this pat i don't know what he has you know what he wants uh um for his future if his future is – if he wants to have an opportunity in football, um, I think it's mission critical that he comes back. But um, so so if if that's the thought process you're, you're thinking is, hey, this young man may want to play at the next level, then deal, he needs to come back without a doubt. And I think I, it would be a good thing for Alabama if Ben Davis comes back. Ben Davis played a little – in, in, in moments and stretches, Ben Davis was not a bad football player this year. Uh wish he had gotten more reps, but uh, I think Ben Davis is a guy that can help uh, this team if he decides to come back. So, In the, re- in the reloading process, in the depth process, uh, I think it's uh, Coach Saban's got to go to work. And uh, it's time. It's been twenty four hours. He's had his. He's had his. His, <laughs> his, his five, ten, his twenty four hours of fame. He's had it, and it's time to go back to work. And uh, I think but, probably uh, give them so a little bit more him. time. On I think they. I think they get uh, 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 thirty six hours, Pat. Maybe forty eight <laughs> if they win a national title. <laughs> hey, but hey, but look, hey, just think if it wasn't for COVID, that uh, we have a. Uh, uh, a safety that wants to play basketball, how wonderful would it be to be able to bring people like this back to the university and that was something to do to actually take them to go see something that's uh, that's as crazy as what this basketball program is. And, uh, you know, hey, to, to, to bring in, hey, down here where it's, hey, yeah, it's 37 degrees, but hey, it's well below freezing in Ohio, hey, and, and hey, I guarantee you, we we might could get a couple of our uh, cheerleaders to wear short skirts and uh and, and, and get that young man from Washington uh show show him what Southern hospitality is down here. Anyway, hey, let's uh hope that Coach can uh, uh finish up this recruiting class with a number one defensive tackle in the country out of Washington. I yeah, hey, have a blessed day, Martin. He jumped on the ship. Hey, huh? Pat, maybe he'll take maybe he'll take his your spot on that basketball ship and yeah, and, yeah I hope uh, so. This, I hope so because I, 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 I admit I don't hey I don't uh I don't belong to be on the basketball ship. I'm 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 I'll admit it. We'll, you know we'll, you know we'll let you back on, though, Pat. We, you know what, Martin? Right. Right. We'll thank y'all, fellas. See you later, Pat. <laughs> I want to commend <laughs> Pat for, for uh-huh. calling in today and admitting 
that that he jumped ship and now he's back. All you people that don't listen and watch Alabama basketball need to listen to Pat and, and understand that this team is on the up and they need your support. Women's basketball the same way. Gotcha. Hey, hey, thank you, thank you. Hey, hey, thank you, fellas. Have a, have a blessed day and uh, let's roll tide. Roll tide. Thanks for listening to the Martin Houston Show. Come back on the other side. We'll get a little deal, no deal uh, right here with James Ludeman and myself. So you can have your deal, no deal question answered as well. You can call 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904, or post your deal, no deal comments on Facebook. Hey, remember Alabama One, the website is alabamaone.org. You can go out and see the current CD rates. Hey, we got great vehicle loans, credit cards, online banking, uh, what you need from your credit union, you'll always find at Alabama One. We're one together. We have your financial goals, your big goals, your life goals all in mind. That's alabamaone.org. Alabama One, one together. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks on this foggy and cold Wednesday morning. Just watch out for icy spots, fog, and drive carefully. If you see other conditions, give us a call. Right now is the great time to save at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, and their deals will make you say, wow, I'm Captain Ray. We'll forecast a mixture of clouds and sunshine today. Just a few isolated showers around the high 51. For tonight, mostly fair with a low at 33. The weather turns warmer tomorrow. The sky partly to mostly sunny. The high at 58. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. OverflowExpressWash.com, where you can find the great car wash service with, uh, of course, a basic wash starting at $7 and then package wash washes starting at 12 You can get the unlimited membership wash for uh, $23.99 and go up from there. And you can have unlimited wash. That's how my family and I keep our cars clean at Overflow Express Wash. Andy Phillips and his team have created a great environment, a great place. Go check them out. And don't forget, I had a special uh, announcement coming soon as a new location will be opening in Northport. And we'll keep you up to date on that. That's OverflowExpressWash.com. All right, let's go to Deal No Deal. Uh, I'll toss it over to you, Mr. James Ludeman, for our first Deal No Deal question. All right, so yesterday, uh, interestingly, there was an ESPN 
uh, way too early 2021 uh, college football ranking that came out. And uh, surprisingly, Alabama was ranked uh, second on that list. Uh, projected returning starters, obviously four offense, nine defense, and one on special teams. We do know there are several key names that are projected uh, to go to the NFL. And uh, so there's a number of things going on with that. But the question is, deal or no deal, uh, Alabama being ranked the second best team in the country next season is a little bit undervaluing Alabama. Um, I, I think because we were so dominant offensively and the fact that we only have you know, um, four players uh, coming back from that, just over one, what, one-fourth, uh, I mean, one-third of the players coming back. Uh, I could see see why. Uh, I'm I'm thinking it's probably respect that they're getting, unless, unless, I think they're getting respect when you really look at it based on the history of the last few seasons, James, where – College football has become about the offense and not about the defense. So maybe they're giving Alabama a little bit of love. Uh, and and, and, and I, I don't think there's any way they could drop them below two. Uh, not not yet anyway. So uh, I'll say no deal. I don't think they're disrespecting Alabama. I think Alabama probably getting a little respect. Uh, if it was any other school that had those numbers, they probably would not be ranked as high. All right, very good. Uh, this next one is a, is due to a tweet that I saw over the weekend. Actually, this was after the championship game on Monday. Uh, somebody was complaining, and the tweet said, and, and I don't have it word for word in front of me, but it said something similarly to, Alabama will continue to win national titles until the playoff expands. So that that's going to be the deal or no deal question. Alabama and teams like them, will continue to have success until college football expands the playoff, deal or no deal? Um, that, I mean, to me, that's an easy deal because there's nothing right now that prevents them from having success. So uh, without anything changing, uh, then you would expect it to continue. The question I would have for that viewer or listener or tweeter is um, – What's going to change to stop Alabama? Do they think that Alabama is going to be less equipped to win four games or three games? Say, for instance, you go to six and and you give the top two seeds uh, a bye, so you'd have to play three games. What would be what what would change about that for Alabama uh, in terms of their process? Do you think the number Five and six team has a greater chance of beating Alabama than the than the ones that are there now. Or if you go to four team, do you think that Alabama's likely? To, you see what I'm saying? Uh, Alabama percentage wise, I think would still win their fair share because Alabama would not have missed last year's playoff. And I think that that team that played against Michigan in the bowl game. Uh, was as good as anybody and would have been a rematch between them and LSU last year. Yeah, and and that's that's an excellent point. I, I think personally, if if they were going to expand the playoff, this was the year they should have done it. And, and at least had had a test run with it 
just to see if it would have you know been anything. But um, I, I, so I feel like in some ways college football may may have dropped the ball a little bit this season. But but I see why you do four teams at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't I, and I hate the four teams because one of your conference champions uh, in the Power Five is automatically out. Um, and, and, and fortunately, uh, or not, you, you know, if you play in a league, you should have a chance to win your championship. Um, you, you, you look, um, in the NFL, the Washington Redskins made it to the playoffs with a seven and nine record. And who did they play? Uh, they, they, they play? got, they got beat by Tampa, my team. Yeah. They got beat by Tampa, but how close was that game? I mean, it was it was with, close, I guess. With 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 who at quarterback? A guy who has not played at all. A seven and nine team had made it interesting. I watched the game. I mean, it wasn't a blowout, right? So so that's the thing about the playoffs is if you you can't win it unless you're in it. And I'm saying the conferences should at least, you know, have a representation. And then I think there should be one at large. I'm I'm good with six. I don't know about eight, uh, and uh, or not where where the the six team either be a a strong power five that comes in second, um, or uh, one of those Cincinnati type of teams. Um, but hey, let's get uh, Lake Martin John uh, since he he's holding. Let's go ahead and get to him. Lake Martin, John, you're in with the Martin Houston Show. Uh, what's on your mind, man? Good morning, sir. Yeah, just to follow up on one of the things you were talking about there. You know, I have, uh, you know, I'm older than rocks, and having seen the way we determine the national champion change so many times over the years, but it seems to remain constant. Alabama's still there. The SEC is still there. I don't know. Uh, just one thing to think about, you know, we, we've yeah. always found a way and they have changed it, uh, because of, uh, Alabama and, uh, in the past and they still managed to come through. So I don't care how many you have out there. Alabama, the good teams are going to be the good teams. But yeah. Anyway. And, and, and for me, I, like I said, that's why I said, uh, like Martin John, I don't know that tweet said that Alabama will continue to win unless they change it. And, and that that I that's true, but I don't know that changing it is going to prevent Alabama from winning it either. But what it would do that would make me feel better is that it would give other teams a legit shot. Um, Absolutely. You, you, you think with the way they rank teams now? Let's let's just take uh, uh, James. We'll, we'll hijack a deal no deal for a second, or we can make this a deal no deal question, and you and Lake Martin John can answer it back to me. If it would the ninety two team be, you know, in the college football playoffs? Because see, we we for, we forget that the ninety two team almost got kicked out of the national championship game, and they almost put a uh, a Florida State team in because of the way we won. We right. we were not impressive. We we were we were barely winning uh, in the eyes of the, the those who were viewing and voting. And they almost put Florida State in front of us to play Miami in a rematch because they didn't think Alabama belonged because right. we didn't look like everybody else. 
you know, and had that been a human vote, uh, I mean, a, a, a committee vote like that, would we have been left out where they were sitting here and going, eh, look at the way they won. Look at their resume. Look at the Good point. Good point. I, mean, I can no, agree who, with that. How I many Alabama, that, let's, let's be real. How many Alabama fans, when we went into that game, thought we would get beat? Oh, good point. Majority. Good point. And and we right. beat the team by 21 points. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, but we knew it on film because we knew how we played the game. And the way Coach Stallings played the game, James, I know you're a young buck, but um, the way Coach Stallings played, we would barely beat like Vanderbilt and Kentucky. And then we would blow out good teams because – he felt like we had to score more points, so he would let the dogs he would he would let us go. But if we played somebody that he didn't think was very good, when we got ahead, he was like they can't come back. They won't score yes. on my defense. <laughs> I will say this too. Having I've, I've stated before, you know, the ninety two is my favorite season. There were even though the games were closer, there was never a point in any of the games where I felt threatened because the strength of the defense and then the time-consuming offense that just ate up ground and clock, you know, you never felt threatened. All right. So, but that's, that's, anyway. that's the thing. You have to get in it to win it. So, yeah, um, I agree. We should expand it a little, but uh, listen, the good teams are still going to be the good teams. You can't convince <laughs> me that a Coastal Carolina or a Florida would have beaten uh, Alabama or Ohio State. So, Anyway, well, and that's and that's that's where the frustration I think lies is because and, and this isn't for me, but this I think I think this is just what people think is that the frustration of what you just said. The good teams are the good teams. Well, the good teams are the good teams because they recruit well, and the reason they recruit well is because Al, like Alabama is going to be in the Final Four almost every year, and and, and if you're a school that doesn't get in the Final Four every year, you're going to have a hard time trying to recruit over an Alabama or Ohio State that is constantly competing for the college football playoff. That's why I'm that saying expanding awesome the playoff makes it a little more even recruiting-wise for other teams to get better. That, that, yeah. that I think, is what people are saying instead of, you know, well, it's just Alabama. You're right. It may not make a difference. But it would be good for some schools to have – better options in recruiting, and, and to, to try to attempt to, to give Alabama a run. You know what I mean? That is an excellent, excellent point. Plus, it'll put uh, money in the coffers as well. I agree with that 100%. So. Oh, why, why do you think Ohio State was in this one? Um, it, let, let's be real. Ohio State made it this year not just based on their performance. The Big Ten had a rule that said, hey, you can't get in unless you win six games to our yeah. conference championship. And then when all of a sudden, you, I mean, not win, but play six games, and then all of a sudden when they weren't going to play six games, think about what the the uh, presidents of that conference did when they voted, say, hey, let's just drop that rule and put Ohio State in. Why do you think they did that? Money. Well, yes, yeah, because in the year Lake Martin John where the revenues were down, here was a chance, whatever millions of dollars you get for being in the college football playoffs is split amongst the league. They voted 
to help their own coffers, even the Indiana coach who would have represented the Big Ten in, in their division voted for it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're clowns. They, they know it, and they've seen it, and they've proven to be clowns on the field, too. So, anyway. Hey, that's yeah. not what I call to talk about. But anyway, that was great conversation. And, and yes, I, I agree. Expansion would be a good thing. Does anyone have a report on Herb Jones' injury? That's what I was actually wanting to know. I have not heard anything specific um, at this point. Hopefully, there'll be some news coming out. James, I think you had just—I you know, mean, not anything more specific, possibly. But you did. You and I talked a little bit about it before the show. Yeah, it's. It says he suffered a left hand injury. Um, it's a, a source is saying that it's a finger injury. It's not the wrist. Um, okay. He actually had a wrist fracture last season. Uh, mm-hmm. But it does look like he, had, he has some type of a finger injury right now. Um, but outside of that, there there isn't any other news that I've heard as of this morning. Well, and, and I, I, I would I would agree with that it was a finger injury. Lake Martin John, I took my television, Paul rewound it, paused it, stopped it, watched him fall. Did oh. not see his wrist hit the ground. Did see his fingers hit the ground. Then when he rolled over. I paused it when his hand was pressed against his jersey and um, that uh, middle finger was one, going one direction while all the others were going a, another one. So, <laughs> so, so either he has a crooked finger or, or that's what it was, but uh, I, I don't know. I know it was painful, whatever it was, though. It'll, it'll, uh, it'll heal a lot easier than a break, though, so that that's good. Uh I was going to say, too, you know, I, I've never followed basketball. Couldn't even spell basketball. I just decided as, you know, I was jonesing for some football, and so I decided I'd follow basketball. This is my first season following basketball, and having been a Crimson Tide football fan for years, boy, how spoiled am I? I mean, this is just oh, unbelievable. Hold on. Did you just say this is your first time to follow basketball? Absolutely never followed it before this year, and I have followed all four SEC games. Uh, I have, oh man, it is just, I, I'm spoiled. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the family, Lake Martin John. Welcome awesome, to the family. Man. That is awesome. Lake Martin John, you've been around, man, uh, y'all need to understand what just what was just said. Lake Martin John can get, go back and give us history on Coach Bryant. Okay, yeah. like not not hearsay history, but like real life personal eyewitness testimony of Coach Bryan in football. I was but there, he's, but he's never followed basketball. Welcome to the hey Pat. We might push you off, man. Ah, we'll make the ship a little bigger. <laughs> hey, we're gonna have to make it bigger with all this national media attention we're getting now too. So we're gonna we're gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna have to go from a boat to a ship. How about that? We're gonna have to get us a. Uh, we're gonna borrow. Uh, was it Disney that made the big, huge, mega yes. ship? Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to get that one for the Alabama. Uh, Football fans, uh, we're we're riding a high right now, so let's go ahead and get all those basket. I mean, uh, football fans on uh, the the basketball ship. So let's, let's do it. Hey, anyway. Here's, here's going to be the big test uh, of of where basketball is. If Ryan Fowler 
of the game starts covering yeah. basketball. <laughs> we he know, actually hold we on though. He sent out a tweet about it. He did last night. He was like, "Congratulations, a uh, big win, uh, Bama over Kentucky." I, I about fell over this morning that, when I read it. James, that's my point. That 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 shows you where we where we come in basketball. Ryan Fowler sent out a tweet last night, so uh, wow. you know that basketball is doing some special things, uh, regardless of how it ends up. Right now, let's jump on this ship. Enjoy the ride, man. Absolutely. Thanks, Jay, right. like Martin Judge. Appreciate you guys very much. God bless you. Appreciate you. Roll Tide. James, we'll, we'll continue till no deal on the other side, right on the Martin Houston show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, it's foggy and cold on our Wednesday morning. We have a wreck on Lurley Northbound at 12th Street in Northport. It's blocking the center lane. Y'all just slow down and be careful. If you see other conditions, just give us a call. Cash in on super savings right now at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer where you'll save thousands. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. It's been a show. Basketball, no deal, no deal. Of course, uh, we have all off season to digest this national championship team. But uh, kudos to Nick Saban and. Devante and Najee and Mac Jones and Leatherwood for coming back and winning this thing. But did you see Mac Jones' picture without a shirt on? Have you seen that picture yet, James? 
Uh, unfortunately, yeah. 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 Lost a lot of respect after that picture. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is that is you uh, you wouldn't see Bryce Young looking like that. Hey, all I can tell you is is for Mac Jones because you know the first thought I had when I saw that picture, the Tom Brady picture at combine. No, nothing about that says this is an athlete. And I'm hoping that Mac Jones has that same same type of effect. Doesn't look the part, but you better not play that dude uh, because he will chop you up. Uh, and that's what it looks like. Mac Jones is deadly. He may not he may not look like the new age quarterbacks, uh, James, but the guy can flat out play the game. I don't care. People can talk. Here's here's you remember when everybody said, well, it's just because of the weapons he had. Well, could you tell the difference when when he was throwing to uh, Slade Bolden, uh, Xavier Williams, uh, Mechie, and and Billingsley? Then it, was it any different when he was throwing in the first few weeks to Waddle and uh, Smith and Forrestal? No, it didn't matter who was in. He looked the same even against uh, Ohio State the other night. So kudos to Mac Jones, but work on that. Um, he has that quarterback bod right now from the 90s. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, I, I look at, and I know we're going to talk about this more, you know, probably over the next several months, but, you know, I, I look at where Mac Jones can end up at, based on his build and, and his body of work, and I'm going to tell you, there's only two teams right now in the NFL that I think he would succeed at. And both of them have late draft picks in the first round. But I could see him going to New England or I could see him going to Indianapolis. But both of those teams could really make him a great quarterback at the NFL level. Uh, I, I think he could play anywhere if the system adjusts. But uh, a, another team I would throw in, in thinking I, I think I know what your thought process is, he could play for the Steelers. Uh, ben that would be interesting. Do what now? That would be interesting. Yeah, because Ben Roethlisberger is not any more mobile than is not as as mobile as uh, uh, Mac Jones, and he throws. They get rid of the ball quick in the offense they have. Um, so um, I, I think it's all about offense and, and, and scheme. Mac Jones is going to be the guy who needs to go to the traditional offensive minded Sark type of offense uh, with a little bit of a wrinkle with this RPO, uh, but still based on uh, pro-style principles, with spread pro-style principles. Uh, it needs a good running back. It needs some good in, in the NFL to make, make that go. But I think Mike Jones will be successful uh, at, at several places. But I do like those three. That you, I mean, those two plus the Steelers. Let's get to Chuck right here, and then we'll come back and we'll close the show out with Deal No Deal. Chuck, you're with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? Oh, good morning, brother. Houston, I was telling you, enjoying the show. I know you're still as full of excitement from the national championship. Uh, one of the things you know, I was telling you in, in uh, D.C. about uh, about talking about the defense uh, yesterday, uh, one thing I left out and I thought about when uh, he went out early uh, when, when uh, Trey Sermons uh, injured his collarbone, and, uh, you know, what happened, I saw that happen, and I started kind of saying, uh, start seeing the light. I'm not saying if Trey Sermon could stay in the game that Ohio State would have won, but 
Uh, I think Bama still would have beat them anyway. It's just your, your, your teams are loaded. And, uh, but, uh, but when, when, uh, it seemed like when, when Sherman went out with a collarbone injury, you just kind of saw, start looking at them the way he, I could see a defeated look on their face. And they, they panned the, uh, sideline of Ohio State. But, uh, and, and you all just, when I started looking at it, I started saying, okay, I wonder if can they help them, you know, like if something happens with Alabama, you know, they lose a guy, they, they keep on going to this kind of situation of next man up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, Trey Sermon makes the game definitely more interesting, uh, without a doubt. Um, that running back was not the, the same um, as, as Trey Sermon, um, but I also think that uh, they would have – what got Ohio State was what I call chase mode. Um, and, yeah. and it's sort of like have, – have Chuck, uh, James, have y'all ever watched teams play uh, Kansas City? And, yeah. and they start chasing right. points, doing exactly. stuff they wouldn't normally do. Um, I've seen that happen many times in Washington. They, they start going game. for two. They start, instead of kicking a field goal. Uh, James, you mentioned Indiana. Did you see the Indiana-Buffalo game? Yeah, I did. I watched that one. Indiana lost that game because at the end of the first half, they could have kicked three. But they Buffalo was so hot offensively the last – three, four weeks of the season and that day that they, instead of taking it, it was, it was, it didn't make any sense for them not to go for that field goal. Did you see that at the end of the half? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you not kick that? And then they had another play later on where they went for two that, that was like, why are you doing that? You, you, it doesn't make sense. And then they ended up losing the game by three points. Um, yeah. it, it's because they were chasing. And I think that's what Alabama's, Alabama's offense made you play differently offense, offensively <laughs> they do. because you took chances and stuff. You had to take chances. Oh, yeah. You're exactly right. And uh, that's what I said. I was looking at uh, that, that Ohio State defense. I could see that defeated look on their faces when because, you know, uh, Najee's running, everybody was running back and receivers coming in and, and wore that <laughs> defense down. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right. You got anything else for me, Chuck? Uh, no, it'll be all. Uh, the, the guy I was saying, tag with uh, George Gilbert, he's a he's a diehard uh, Alabama fan, and, uh, and what happened? He's a truck driver, and I I tag him so he get a chance to watch his show. He's watched it uh, a couple of times and make sure he got a chance to see it. Okay, well, I just just tell him I said just as long as he's not viewing it, he's just listening. <laughs> hey, thanks, Chuck. <laughs> Have a good one. Coming back right, on the other side, care. we'll continue uh, the Martin Houston show and. I promise you, we're going to do a little deal. We're going to finalize deal, no deal. Uh, but, hey, as we say it on here, it's the Sound of Bama Sports, your show, your team, so you can call up and talk and change topics and subjects, and we'll work deal, no deal in, and if we have to, we'll carry it over even to tomorrow. And we'll build uh, a boat for you to join Alabama basketball team. <laughs> Absolutely. I got to comment on that when we come back from the break as well. You listen to the Martin Houston Show on your home, the home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, it's foggy and cold on our Wednesday morning. We have a wreck on Lurling Northbound at 12th Street in Northport. It's blocking the center lane. Y'all just slow down and be careful. If you see other conditions, just give us a call. Cash in on super savings right now at Towns and Nissan. They're your hometown dealer where you'll save thousands. I'm Captain Ray. 
Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. A frozen fog advisory is in effect for all of West Alabama through 9 a.m. Low visibility, potential frost on bridges could create hazardous driving conditions. 14 people were arrested. Two were injured during that national championship celebration on the Strip Monday night. Thousands of students poured into the area. The crowd began to get out of hand. Fights broke out. Beer bottles were thrown. TPD Chief Brent Blankley confirms pepper spray was used as crowd control, but not directly at any individuals. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. That is going to do it. The clock is going to wind down. Ten seconds, nine, eight, seven. Players flooding the field here at Hard Rock Stadium. Two seconds, one. And that is it. The final score, Bama 52, Ohio State 24. Alabama does it. Ten regular season SEC wins. An SEC championship, a Rose Bowl championship, and national championship number 18. 13 and all, absolute perfection. The sound of Bama Sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. For this final two-minute version of Deal No Deal, but I have to get Craig Wooten said. Uh, Wooden said, I haven't followed Bama basketball since Wimp Sanderson because it was always a letdown. Craig, you can have a seat at the table as well. Anyway, let's close out with a little deal, no deal. All right. Uh, a couple more here real quick before we get going today. Uh, let's take a look. So, oh, here's a good one. Okay. Pete Golding. Deal or no deal, Martin? Pete Golding should get more credit than he does for being a good defensive coordinator. I will say Pete Golden gets more credit for uh, the game. I'm not ready to say that it's all Pete Golding yet, but I will say Nick Saban has done a good job of helping him improve. Uh, I would say that Pete Golding is getting better. Um, so uh, I, I think you have to give him credit for what he did in that national championship game because he lost Malachi Moore uh, was not there. And then he lost a uh, battle and he w- we were still able to play effective defense against uh, an Ohio state team that uh, wasn't necessarily to me 
offensively, they were really good with Sermon. They were good without him, and we were able to shut him down. So give him some love. Uh, that w- I, I use the word some redemption happened for him uh, because the last time we saw him in this role, uh, even though he was not the D.C., he was supposedly rumored to have called the defense against Trevor Lawrence that got embarrassed. So uh, give him some love and some redemption. All right. Uh, this is kind of more of a prediction question, but it is a deal or no deal. Uh, deal or no deal. Sark will revamp Texas within two years back to one of the top teams in the Big 12. Deal or no deal? I would say a uh, deal that Sark will have that team competing for the Big 12 um, in, within two years. I, I really believe that. Uh, in, in terms of what he'll be able to get accomplished there. All right, last one for the day. Uh, deal or no deal, are you all in on Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator? It is a rumor going around, nothing official. Uh, but are you are you on board with Bill O'Brien being the offensive coordinator? Um, if, if I had to, you know, you get thumbs up, thumbs down, I would have to just have a flat liner right now. Um have mixed emotions about him. Um, not necessarily a guy that ha- ha- has gotten me. Like when Sark came, when I heard Sark may be it, I had seen Sark and liked Sark. I-, I-, I think I may have a bad feeling in regards to Bill O'Brien because of the way he GM'd the Texans. Does that make sense, James? Not really – not not really what he did as an OC per se, because Deshaun Watson uh, has some decent years. It's just some of the moves he made. Well, he won't be in that role here. He won't be be in that role here. So, and then he coached Tom Brady, which was you know I could be a good OC there. And then I go back and look at what he did at Penn State. Their offense was was pretty good uh, under him there. So I think it could be a really good thing if the chemistry happens, James, and there's a good fit. So. I'm going to say deal that he would be a good hire, but not necessarily a great hire that's going to get me like pumped up. Uh, he'll have to earn my accolades before I give them to him up front. All right, that wraps up this edition of the Martin Houston Show. Little deal, no deal spread throughout the show. Great callers all show long. Great comments and chat. We're building a bigger boat. We're going from a boat to a ship. Alabama basketball Nados and his team taking on Arkansas this weekend. We'll break that game down on Friday. We'll look a little deeper into it. For the Martin Houston Show, I say thank you to all of you for being a part of it. Um, And um, we'll we'll also uh, go back and um, get what we need to get done in terms of our typical Wednesday show. We'll bring Scotty Hollins on, uh, on a special show. Come on Roll tight. Remember this. Trust in the Lord always. Lean not your own understanding. All your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Roll tight. It's a celebration.